Okay, widely renowned as a house music classic. That's actually from 1987, would you believe? Thirty-four years old. That is Joe Smooth and his track "Promised Land." We're broadcasting live from Cork. Some may say it's the Promised Land itself. Doesn't feel like it right now. I think everybody in the campus is getting a tight, as they might say, up in Belfast. With all the exams and the assignments and whatnot, it's the last week of college here. At least the sun is shining. So this is Dig Deep Radio, broadcasting live from University College in Cork. We do it here each Tuesday. From one until two. And another big thank you to uh, my good friend Rose McClelland who came on last week. Yeah, Rose was on talking about her books and her editing business. That's now up on Spotify if you want to listen to us. If you just search Dig Deep UCC, you should find it. There's a couple of shows up there. I have loads more I need to upload. I just, uh, when I get a chance to, I will. Carrying on the music, this is a uh, perfect motion and the boys' own mix. This is Sunscreen. Playing this one especially for Stuart. Listening up there in Belfast. How's it going, Stuart? Get those trains sprayed, Stuart. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's digdeepucc at gmail.com. Just a little reminder what we try and do. We try and get people in who are doing good stuff around the community, here in Cork or around the country. And today is no different. We have Narcotics Anonymous coming on in about 10 minutes' time. to uh, tell us about the work they do in Cork. So make sure you stay tuned for that.
Another classic around the uh, clubs in Dublin back in the day. And I'm sure down here in Cork, that is Sunscreen and Perfect Motion. That is the boys' own reap. Not the boys' own that we all know. But there used to be a record label called Junior Boys' Own. You might remember it. And I think they're the guys who did the remix. If rhythm is a drug, I'm hooked on you. What great lyrics. And our next speaker on today is going to be talking about that. Um, Not necessarily a rhythm, but just drugs if you think you might have a problem with it. Um, Maybe taking a bit too much of the bag. Have a listen in at 20 past one. And Lucy, not a real name, is going to talk to us about what Narcotics Anonymous can offer. sort of laughing to myself there's a market on right outside uh, this radio station out in the yard there and the, these tunes are blaring it's Tuesday lunchtime love it Okay, carrying on with the tunes. 
playing this one especially for Denise listening in Dublin how are you Denise thanks for the text this one is Passion of course by Got The Core which we all knew and loved up in Dublin back in the day
Okay, time just gone 20 past one. You are listening to Dig Deep Radio, broadcasting live here from the college campus, University College in Cork. My name is Dara, and you're very welcome along. We do it here each Tuesday, 1 until 2. And at the moment, it is the 16 days of action against um, violence against women. So we always try and play our part each year here on the radio show. And next week, we're going to have CC in. That's SISI, who are a survivor-led organization or group based here in Cork. And Mary's going to come in and she's going to talk about the work that they do to help survivors of domestic violence and how they're trying to implement change. So, yeah, look forward to that one. But today, we have on the phone here um, a member of Narcotics Anonymous based here in Cork, I believe. And we're going to talk now just about what Narcotics Anonymous are doing down here in Cork and around the country. So just bear with me here now till I just see if I can get this phone line to work. So, Lucy, can you hear us? Lucy, can you hear us there? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Sorry about that. I, I, I just did a, a lot of buttons here that I need to press. So listen, you're very welcome along. Now, I'm just going to say from the start, Lucy is not your real name. Um, mm-hmm. I know your real name. I, I've never met you. I What I did was I reached out to uh, the Narcotics Anonymous. I think it was the public the public information, because um, that's what I am. I'm a member of the public who just wants to get a bit more information about Narcotics Anonymous and what you're doing. So they put me in touch with you, and I'm, I'm very grateful that, that you came on board here. So thank you. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, I've had Narcotics Anonymous a few years ago that they came on um, a woman who, who who talked about what they do around the area. So ju- just for any listener who's out there, okay, I'm just going to read. There's a, a reading here that I found on the web and, and it talks about what is the Narcotics Anonymous program. Now for any, uh-huh. um, so I'm just, I'm just going to read this out here for the listeners. Okay, so it's what is the yeah. Narcotics Anonymous program? It says, NA is a non-profit fellowship or society of men and women for whom drugs had become a major problem. We are recovering addicts meet regularly to help each other stay clean. This is a program of complete abstinence from all drugs. There's only one requirement for membership, the desire to stop using. We suggest that you keep an open mind and give yourself a break. Our program is a set of principles written so simply that you can follow them in our daily lives. The most important thing about them is that they work. There are no strings attached to NA. We are not affiliated with any other organisations. We have no initiation fees or dues, no pledges to sign, no promises to make to anyone. We are not connected with any political, religious or law enforcement groups and are under no surveillance at any time. Anyone may join us regardless of age, race, sexual identity, creed, religion or lack of religion. We are not interested in what or how much you used or who your connections were, what you've done in the past, how much or how little you have, but only what you want to do about your problem and how we can help. The newcomer is the most important person at any meeting uh, because we can only keep what we have by giving it away. We've learned from our group experience that those keep coming to our meetings regularly stay clean. Full stop. Okay, so Lucy, that's that's basically what it says here. If a member of the public wanted to know what the Narcotics Anonymous program is, do you think that sort of sums it up? Would, would you agree? Um, absolutely. Um, yeah, that that it totally sums it up. You know, um, I think all those readings that we do, um, we do um, like a couple of readings at the start of every meeting and stuff, and 
you know, those readings like who is an addict, why are we here, what is the NA program, um, they sum up exactly what why we are here and and what the NA program is, you know. Um a bunch of, you know, recovering addicts who meet regularly to help each other stay clean by just talking about what's going on for them and uh, telling, you know, we we would um, tell our, our story about how we got here and, you know, how bad it got, how desperate it got. And um, and then, you know, our, our experience of that and, and our strength and our hope and, um, and th- and that's why we do it, and we do it to help um other people who don't know what to do, who can't stop using, um, and have, feel like they have nowhere else to go, um, you know, and yeah, yeah, that that is exactly what sums it up, yeah. Okay, and and that's 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 really really um, commendable that that you're doing that that for members of the public, people who think they might have a problem with drugs, and you know, with anyone who I, who I get in here, you know, I, I I do a bit of research, so I've been doing a bit of research on Narcotics Anonymous and just reading up at, you know, the methods that they use, uh, and it says in part of it that medicine, religion, and psychiatry did not work. Um, uh-huh. w- would that be your opinion or would that be the opinion of, of a, a lot of people you know I suppose what they're trying yeah. to, what they're trying to say is if, if this fellow's on drugs there's no point in giving him more drugs is, is that is that what you're trying to say yeah yeah absolutely now I mean obviously with with um, some drugs and stuff there will be um, a detox you know but that's not really anything to do with with narcotics anonymous you know um but I suppose um it's total abstinence from from all drugs and alcohol is a drug you know um medicine religion psychiatry um didn't work for me um you know um what 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 does now i my own story is that i started in a treatment center um, and got clean there and then um, stayed clean in Narcotics Anonymous. Okay, so so the treatment centre sort of opened the door to you to, to, to Narcotics Anonymous and, and um, yeah. sh- showed, showed you what you needed to do and then you sort of, would I be right in saying then you, you've been able to stay clean through, through Narcotics Anonymous? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Through going to regular meetings and, and you know, there's step work involved and stuff, you know, but I suppose at, at the start and you're just in, you know, getting through the day 24 hours without using drugs is 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 the end game, you know, to just for one day, you know. Yeah. And I suppose that might be easy. Well, I, I don't know easy, if easy is the right word, but I suppose if you're in a, a treatment center or you're, you're in somewhere behind closed doors, that might be a little bit easier to sort of stay clean for a day or two rather than yes. going about your daily life. You know, I don't know anything about you, but you might have certain stressors in your life. You know, you might have kids or you might have, you might yeah. lose your job or, do you know what I mean? You might, you might be just be, just be having a bad yeah. day. And is, is that where you might get your relief then? You, you might think, okay, I, I feel like, I feel like getting a bag here or I feel like smoking a joint or whatever. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So you might just, is that where the meetings yeah. come in handy? Absolutely. I, I go to meetings and, you know, if I'm feeling that way and it's always, it's always, I think it's the little things with me, you know, um, little, we call them like the, like the pebble in the shoe or something, you know, that would, we, 
they're massive. They would be massive in my head and stuff. And if there's times where I want to use or I'm feeling stressed or whatever, um, going to meetings, talking about it, kind of, it just takes the whole power out of it. And, you know, um, and, and talking then individually to members and going for a cup of coffee and, you know, there's a whole social thing with it as well, you know. Um, a lot of people, when they come into Narcotics Anonymous, they have to change everything, all their friends, sometimes even their family and stuff. And you're kind of on your own, you know. And then you go and you, and you, you go into this fellowship and, you know, there's, there's a strength in that, you know, that you can go and it's, you know, and just offload, you know, your, your stuff, like, and you just, you just come out better. And I suppose, you know? like, I, I'm all for, and I, I advocate here, you know, um, on the show, I get people in and talk about mental health and whatever, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and just the importance of talking, you know, and I suppose from what you're saying there, you, you, you're with like-minded people, you know, people who would have, would have used drugs and are now just trying not to, you know, so I suppose you'd have a common ground. Would that be correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because, you know, I suppose sometimes, you know, our, you know, the, 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 the addict mind, I suppose, you know, the obsessive thinking, intrusive thoughts, you know, all these things that go on with, with the, the addict mind. Um, you know, sometimes I don't feel comfortable talking to somebody who's not an addict, who doesn't sort of think the way I think or, you know, that kind of way. And I know that my crazy head doesn't sound as crazy to the people who have the same head, you know. If that makes any yeah, sense, yeah, I, I totally understand because I suppose if you're talking to um, an old friend of yours or whatever, they might say, "Oh, do you know what? You know, I'm I'm going to go down for a yeah. drink now, or come here, let let's go and just just get a bag or something, take the stress off." But that's that's not something that that you can do. So so I totally understand yeah. where it would sort of make sense yeah. to to talk to someone who's also in recovery, and um, yeah. you, you know, you, you talk there about the social aspect of us of of mm-hmm. Narcot- Narcotics Anonymous and and the meetings and going for coffee, um. Yeah. I was reading somewhere just, I, I think it was dur- during the lockdown, that like the use of cocaine actually went up when, uh, when pubs and clubs were closed. Um, I, I read some reports somewhere, you know. So, I mean, what's it been like for people trying to stay clean in, in lockdown? I mean, if you can't get to meetings, I, I don't know, was there an exemption yeah. on meetings or, or how was how's it been for... for um. Yeah, well, um, at the start, the meetings kind of closed and everything went on Zoom, um, which is which is absolutely great, you know. And and there's still there's still a lot of meetings on Zoom. A lot of them have gone back live again. But I suppose after I I think it wasn't long before the government said that um that uh, meetings was um what's the word I'm looking for? It was an essential service. So they were allowed to open again, but with masks and social distancing and only a certain amount of people being left in the room. But everything kind of went on Zoom as well, you know, and that's kind of where I got my medicine, I suppose, you know, um, was um, Zoom and and still is a lot of Zoom, you know, um, which worked just as well for me because they're the same people. And even if they're not the same people and I can go to meetings anywhere all over the world at any time of the day now, um, it's still this, we still all have the same reason for being there, you know? 
Okay, so so you're sort of saying that that the lockdown is has in a sense been a good thing because before you might have only been able yeah. to go to meetings in your neighbourhood. I'm not sure around Cork or where, where, yeah. wherever it is you live, but now well, now you can log online. That that's that's probably a benefit from from lockdown. Would you agree? Yeah. Well, it is a benefit. It, it is a massive benefit from lockdown. You, you know that uh, you can go to meetings. You know in from Cork, you can go up to Dublin, you can go to New York, you can go to the Canaries, you know, like, and go to meetings anywhere. Um, like some people, I suppose, would have kind of struggled with it because a lot of addiction, we need connection. Um, and for some people, that connection needs to be physical. But for other people, the Zoom worked absolutely brilliantly and it did for me. Oh, okay, and and that that's that that's that that's good to hear. Um, so l- l- let's say there's people listening out here on the radio, and they think that they might might be smoking a, bit, a few too many joints after work, or doing a bit too much coke at the weekend. You know, is that something you can relate? Is that something that you you did you actually know you were doing too much, and you went to a treatment center? Like like, how does someone know when they're doing too much? Is is yeah. what I'm trying to ask. Um, well, I suppose m- my own story w- was, you know, that it, it, my drug use progressed from that smoking weed and stuff to, you know, I, you know, down the heroin road and stuff. And it was a slow progression. And, and but that's where it went. So my own addiction was fairly obvious. But, you know, I would like the way I would see it is um, if you're doing something that's causing you negative consequences in your life and you still can't stop doing it, then that's a problem, you know? Um, oh, okay, and, and that, that, that might... And so if you were taking too much drugs and it was, it was sort of um, making your life unmanageable or whatever the words are, that yeah. you, you might think you, yeah. ha- you have a problem and you go to Narcotics Anonymous. And, and what do you do? You, yeah. you do? Like, is there meetings on in court? Like, if there's someone here and they, they think, yeah, okay, I, I, I can understand what, what, what uh, Lucy's saying there. So, so uh-huh. w- what exactly should they do? Should, should they make contact? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, like, there's, if you go onto the NA website, na.org, I think, um, and you'll get like a list of meetings, um, you know, that are live or on Zoom. Um, Zoom is actually quite easy to use. Um, you could actually go onto NA um, for Southern Ireland and you'll get a phone number. Um, you can ring that number. Somebody there will help you tell you where to go get somebody maybe even to meet you before the meeting if you know if you're a bit nervous going by yourself or you know um and get a male or a female um to meet you to bring you to a meeting and just listen you know or just go in and sit down and just listen and if you can identify with what people are sharing um you know then you know you're not there by mistake you know Okay, and that's that. That that's good to know. And, and just reading up on it, I mean that there's no fees. You, you don't have to sign up to anything. It's not no. like counselling where you sort of you have to be here every no. week for the next ten weeks or whatever. You're going on your own accord because I think it says yeah. in one of your traditions here, the only requirement for membership is the desire to stop using. So you, you don't need to go up and say, "Look, I've taken heroin or I've taken weed," and you know it doesn't matter what yeah. the drug is. It's just that you want to stop whatever it is you're doing, and you're here yeah. uh, on your own accord. Would that be correct in saying mm-hmm. no one's sort of like? twisting your arm yeah. or holding a gun to your head it's no. something that you want to do yeah yeah absolutely like you're a member when you say you are you know we don't 
say, oh, you're here now, you have to be here, you know, for the foreseeable future. No, absolutely not. You know, it's, um, it's a voluntary, it's for people who want to help themselves and NA is there to help people to help themselves. Okay, well, look, Lucy, that's that's really, really interesting. So what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to give out the phone number. I've just found it here that you talked about. So it's nasouth.ie. So that's NA, obviously, for Narcotics Anonymous, nasouth.ie. And the phone uh-huh. number, you, you'll find it there. It's 087-138-6120. That's 087-138-6120. And that's, um, that's for Narcotics Anonymous South here in Ireland. So, Lucy, yeah. we want to we wanna thank you for taking time out of your day and, and coming here to talk about talk to us about Narcotics Anonymous. And, and, you know, I'm sure coming up to Christmas, people will be doing a lot more drinking and perhaps a lot more socializing. So I suppose it's always yeah. nice to know that there is help out there yeah absolutely yeah okay mm-hmm. well listen uh, we, we wish you all the best with the rest of your day and, and the rest of your recovery and thanks a million for joining us here today in UCC Lucy yeah thank you thanks Perfect. very much yeah cheers thank you okay oh. bye so that was Lucy there a member of Narcotics Anonymous here in Cork and that website again is nasouth.ie and we want to thank Lucy again for coming on board and we're going to carry on with some music
Okay, from the 90s. That is, of course, way out west, and the track of is called Azure. This is Dig Deep Radio, broadcasting live from University College in Cork, 98.3 FM, or online, the web. Tuesday afternoon here in Cork City. We have a few more tunes to play before we head off to another class. The end is near of classes, that is. Carrying on with the music, this is Greece 2000. And that is by uh, three drives on a vinyl. I don't think it's old enough to be a classic, is it? It sort of came out. I know it is old, but I don't think it was around when um, the, the proper, should I say, clubs were here. It's nice and dreamy anyway.
So if you are a regular listener to the show, you'll know that um, I'm always getting in people to talk about student issues, things that are affecting students. And we've had Katu in talking about the, the housing problem and the rental problem that's happening here in Cork City and around the country. And I suppose I, I, I just saw today, just as I was eating my lunch there, that the TDs are going to um, allow the landlords to charge more rent than the cap. Which just goes against everything we've been talking about here in the show. The evictions, people having to defer college because they can't afford rent. So I'll ask you, if you are concerned about this, to email your TD. I've already done it myself. And let them know you're disquiet. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer, as they say. Or, of course, you can join Katu, C-A-T-U, Katu Ireland, which is the Tenants' Union. They've brought down the big boys over in Berlin. Can we do the same here in Cork and Dublin? Certainly need people to do it, so join Katu, C-A-T-U. That is uh, Grease 2000 um, by Tree Drives on a Vinyl. I'm going to carry on with the tracks. This is More Cante and Yeke Yeke. Thank you. 
What a track that is. More Kante, M-O-R-Y-K-N-T-E. That is Yeke Yeke. That's the hard floor mix. Hard floor there around the same time as the Chemical Brothers. Very, very talented musicians. So it's coming to the end of term, okay, and I know, speaking personally, I'm getting it tight here with assignments. And there's lots of people going around stressed because of exams and online exams and trying to get them done and trying to study for them. I'm a few years at this now and it never sort of gets any easier. And I think with COVID and everything and the traveling and it's just, I think it's hard for people this year. Harder. So this is just uh, my solidarity with you all. It really is a difficult time. I'm going to play you this. This is Sully Breaks. And I'll be back next week. Thanks a million for listening. Listen to what Sully has to say. We'll talk to you next week when we are with CC. Don't forget the 16 days of action of Can against women. Violence against women. Just Thanks. Do they choose not to take heed? Or am I just not speaking loud enough? Is this message overlooked because it did not come with a bird attached in its foot? Or in the form of a glorious book They didn't find this message burning in a bush Scripture or novel Neither did it come in a bottle This message is not a product of thousands petitioning Neither did a million men march until their feet were blistering Nor did it spurt forth from the mouth of a corpse Cause when we was young we was told the revolution would not be televised So we had to improvise So we put that shit on the net and watch it get digitalized. Right now There is a kid finishing parents evening in a heated discussion with his mother saying Why does he have to study subjects he will never ever use in his life? And she will look at him blank eyed, stifle a sigh, think for a second and then lie She'll say something along the lines of You know to get a good job you need a good degree And these subjects will help you get a good degree We never had this opportunity when I was younger And he will reply But you were young a long time ago Weren't you mum? And she won't respond, although what he implies makes perfect sense That society's needs would have changed since she was 16 But she will ignore him, grip his hand more sternly, then drag him to the car But what she doesn't know, is that she didn't ignore him just to shut him up She didn't lie because they were just returning from parents evening And an argument in the hallway would look bad on her resume She won't lie because she just spent the last one hour Convincing a stern-faced teacher That she would ensure that her child studies more at home No She would lie Simply Because she does not know any better herself Although her whole adult life She has never used or applied Pythagoras' theorem Pathetic fallacy And still does not know the value of X She will rely on society To tell her that her child Who has one of the sharpest minds in the school Is hyperactive, unfocused, easily distracted and wayward Students How many equations, subjects and dates Did you memorise just before an exam Never to use again? How many A grades did you get which were never asked for when you applied for a job? How many times have you remembered something five minutes just after the teacher said stop writing? Only to receive your results one month later to realise that you were only one mark short of the top grade. Does that mean remembering five minutes earlier would have made you more qualified for a particular job? Well on application form it would have. 
We all have different abilities, thought processes, experiences and genes So why is a class full of individuals tested by the same means? So that means Sherelle thinks she's dumb because she couldn't do a couple of sums And if this issue is not addressed properly, it then becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy Then every school has the audacity to have a policy on equality <laughs> The irony Exams are society's methods of telling you what you're worth but you can't let society tell you what you are Cause it's the same society that tells you that abortion is wrong But then looks down on teenage parents The same society that sells products to promote Natural hair, looks and smooth complexion With the model on the box half photoshopped And has fake lashes and hair extensions With pastors that preach charity but own private jets Imams that preach against greed but all fat Parents that say they want educated kids But constantly marvel at how rich Richard Branson is Governments that preach peace but endorse Wars that say they believe so much in the importance of higher education and further learning, then why increase tuition fees every single year? I believe Miss Jefferson when she took me into the office and said that my exams would be imperative to my success. Cause we was taught to always follow when Miss Jefferson led But then I took Jefferson out of the equation and learned to think for myself. I realized we was taught to always follow when Miss led. Huh, the irony. Test us with tests, but the finals are never final Cause they never prepare us for the biggest test, which is survival And what I suggest is fairly outlandish So I do not expect everyone to understand this Except for the kids who knows what it feels like To be worth no more than that D or that A that you get on results day And the ones whose best stories were never good enough for the English teacher Cause apparently you missed out key literal techniques Did not follow the class plan And the language was too informal for him to understand But then he'd reference Hamlet and Macbeth And you'd fight the to express your contempt by partially clenching your fist with only your medius finger left protruding in the middle of your hand and then ask if he was aware that Shakespeare was known as the innovator of slang or the kid at the back of the class who thinks why am I studying something that doesn't fuel my drive but then when confronted with a maths problem his eyes come alive so this one is for my generation the ones who found what they were looking for on Google the ones who followed their dreams on Twitter pictured their future on Instagram accepted destiny on Facebook this one's for my failures and my dropouts for my unemployed graduates My shop assistants, cleaners and cashiers with bigger dreams My self-employed entrepreneurs My world changers and my dream chasers Cause the purpose of why I hate school but love education Was not to initiate a worldwide debate But to let them know that Whether 72 or 88 44 or 68 We will not let exam results decide our fate Peace